This week on the Push Wallows podcast, we want justice for Isabel. And we talk about have you actually been doing cardio? Three, two, one. Justice for Isabel. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hall. It's kind of You didn't like the fact, did you, that I uh, I <laughs> run a tight ship here in Casa Meek? You do, don't you? You do run a tight ship, unfortunately. Just use it as an example, you know, like delayed gratification and all that. It's important lesson people need to learn. <laughs> None more so than with fucking dieting, to be fair. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I liked the analogy, but it's at, I actually brought up the analogy to my client this morning as well. I was because she came, she she came back from Italy. She was there for about three weeks, and then obviously had packed on the pounds because she was smashing, mass, absolutely smashing some gelato throughout the day. And then I was like, oh yeah, my coach has got a, my coach, <laughs> my friend, who is a coach. Dan has never been my coach; just been out there. And because, uh, <laughs> because look at me now. Um, yeah, as the reason <laughs> you can tell, right? Um, yeah, I was just like, yeah, interesting about adults that they they can't be told off, and you you can have your ice cream at eleven, and then two, and then five, and then after dinner, she was like, yeah, that's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it just came about because I just think it's like when the sun comes out, people just forget everything about what they want, and then they weeks later go, oh, "I don't know, I'm not seeing any progress." I'm like, "I know why." It's because every time the sun comes out, you think alcohol at eleven o'clock, or like, "Is it too early to have a drink yet?" It's too early. To have a drink. It's hot though, isn't it? It's too early to have a drink, and it's that whole like rude not to. Well, is it? Though? Yeah. Just because I was just drinking diet coke and I was alright. Um, you know, it's just, it's just. Because I wrote an email about it, and it was like, people always say, oh, it's just one day, though. It's never, it's just a nice day, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice day, but I don't see the need to have to drink so many calories in celebration for it. Like, And in the email, I said, yeah, it was just, you know, it's just one day. And I was like, yeah, but last weekend, it was the you know, Euro, European Cup final. So, so that was one, that was just one day. Then the one before that was, well, it was quarterfinals. That was just one day. Do you know? <laughs> and it's like, there's so many just one days. That actually, it's every weekend, really, isn't it? It is actually, because they use that excuse of that as just one day. And, you know, it's that whole thing of like, well, what do you want? What do you want? Do you want that now the most? Or do you want something else that's going to require you to actually fucking forego that further down the line? And it's, again, it's trying to, trying to remember that. And I think um, people forget their goals and, all that sort of shit as soon as the fucking sun comes out for some reason bonkers um yeah i use the analogy that get with Isabel. i say to her look you can have an ice cream a day it's fine but if you have it at 11 o'clock now you can't have it later on at six so don't cry about it she has it at 11 o'clock and then she cries about it later i'm like you learn a lesson here <laughs> you know what i mean like delayed gratification and it's the same thing people do the same thing with weight loss you know can i have that burger and chips and the prosecco and everything else can i yeah, you can, but don't cry about it in three weeks when you're not losing weight and you're not where you want to be. It's simple. You... I don't mind people making that choice. Like I said that in the email, it's like, I'm not judging anyone's choices. I'm just judging the fact you moan about it in three weeks' time. Don't come to me and moan. Like, I'll, I'll just, because I'll have a right go at you. <laughs> like, it's the moaning bit. It's like, don't moan about shit when you're not put the work in. Um, so, yeah, it's not, like I said, it's not the same with a five-year-old. You have to kind of be a bit more delicate. <laughs> can't just be like, well, you know, 
deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Suck um, it up as well. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Did you, did you pay for People it? People got short no, memories, haven't they? Worse. <laughs> People got short memories though, you know? They've got really short memories. You know, they just oh forget. Oh yeah, last weekend it was here, yeah, the European Cup final. Yeah, I did drink ten beers and I did have a barbecue. Yeah. So about that. What 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 would be the stipulation that was she would be allowed to two ice creams? Would she have to do if something? If if I'm a manipulator behavior in some way and she behaves. Oh. Um but I try really hard not to reward behavior or punish or likewise punish behavior with food because it's just <laughs> yeah. shouldn't be used but then at the same time it's more like well i don't know it's it's trying to, it's that fine line isn't it because you want to create that good bad relationship with food things like that but um i i, I take things like our ipod off her if she's naughty and stuff like that so she knows it's not about food all the time but if if she again if she was left to her own devices she would just eat ice cream all day because she's a child and like it amazes me how many adults are the same they would just drink prosecco <laughs> all day if left their own devices and it's like i, I mean it's, it sounds like your significant other if i'm honest uh, if left her own devices yeah she she would yeah, she <laughs> ham sandwiches and wine you're right that's it but um that's about it um all right mate um we hot right I mean, every single time it's hot oh, in England. We just I think have to we need to explain it, that it's hot. Don't we? Do we need to tell? Yeah, I think we need to explain <laughs> it's hot in case everyone listening hasn't worked it out yet. Hasn't worked um, out. It's pretty hot and like it's just been hot like for a while. Unbearably hot. London's a different heat. Well, yeah, London's just that. that it's just because it's just like surrounded that. by just that fucking that big bubble gas layer isn't it like just yeah. fumes and shit and it's just like a, a degree oh, hotter yeah. than anywhere else basically in the country at all times yeah. um because of yeah all the radioactiveness that we have in us i've seen all the hacks us. have you seen all the hacks i've seen people put in their water, hot water bottles in the freezer i've seen people put in their wow. i say hot water bottles water bottle in the freezer <laughs> and um i've seen i've seen one recently where there's the there's the the water and the ice cubes in front of the fan. People doing that. Okay. To try and make the air yeah. cold. That work? I don't know if I don't know if because the water evaporates up out of the tub and then the fan blows the evaporated like droplets on oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know. Droplets has been said more in the last 18 months than ever before. Droplets. <laughs> I've, I've um, not, I mean, you can work a little bit harder and buy yourself a nice Dyson cooling fan. Uh, you could do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I'm really bad when it's hot for sleeping, but I've not been too bad this this time. Mm. It's definitely worse during the day than at night for me. I've not been too bad. Yeah, that, I, I, yeah I just hated it. I've been okay during that. Yeah, I feel like I'm just... I'm just tired from working most of the time, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crash yeah. out pretty rapidly. I'm not... A, I'm a good sleeper, let's say. And then, uh, yeah, it does depend on whether I'm laptop-based working or... Uh, PT base working. I'm surprised I'm still awake, mate. If I'm honest, I did. I was com- contemplating a little nap um, pre-talking to you, but I didn't. Actually, had a little, oh. a, a little, a little training session. I had about eight, eight clients today. I still have to PT. Weird, isn't it? Um, but I enjoy it. That's why I'm still doing it a little bit. And then, um, yeah, I actually, just, I was like, I should go home, chill out, and then just. Uh, have a little, have a little bit of Tom time, but no, I had a little bit of Tom time and I worked out. I did a, a like a Dan Meek special on the old assault bike. Uh, I was about to say, not, not a lot then. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
damn big special words. Two pizzas. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, like I could fit. I can't even finish one pizza, mate. <laughs> like two. Oh. Um, yeah, that actually, like, I, I ordered pizza the other day, and we, I actually, we only ordered, like, a medium or a small. And I was like, what has happened wow. to me? So I was like, I've actually Change. taken, because I was just like, yeah, we don't need that much food. I only want, like, two slices. Like, that's all I need. Like, that's it. Crazy. Uh, absolutely crazy. Crazy but, time. Yeah, it was good. I did a I did a little assault bike thing. It was lovely. Uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. So I've written that on the uh, thing to talk about. All right. Um, so I've got a protein bar. I haven't. <laughs> wow. Never seen a man so depressed. Um, I've, I've only got one because one of my clients brought me one today. And wow, you awesome. know what he did also, because um, Mr. Ali Moani is back in town. He's been basically, um, this is one of my clients that uh, he was going back to Kuwait to help his dad with uh, just to go back into real estate in Kuwait. So clean up for his gold Lamborghinis. Um, but he went back, I think last January. So last, in 2020 January and was like, oh, I'll see you in April. Like he was there for a few months. And then he never returned until last week. <laughs> Hell. It's insane, right? So he's been away for 18, 19 months. Um, and his, his flat's just been sitting there. He was like, yeah, I had to get a cleaner in a flat the first day because it was just, it had, nobody's been in it like at all for that long it's just dust everywhere and he had to like <laughs> do his thing but he also came in and trained today in a push pull legs uh, t-shirt uh, a little oh, merch i was like whoa impressive beautiful what a beautiful sight i should have brought one for every client shouldn't i really um all right but he gave me this i've seen them protein pancakes yeah the protein pancake by Nanosups or this A thing. I don't know what that is. The A with the like umlauti stuff on top. So he says they're really good and he does enjoy food. Like enjoy food. Um, so the immediate thing we didn't, like, when we uh, we booked the time to see each other, like on the first couple of days he was back, you'd think, you know, like get, get into a training session. No, we went for pizza. Went for pizza. Um, <laughs> we're like, ah, we, we'll train next week. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, mate. So I'm gonna have a little dive into this. But have you got have you got any bars that you're wanting to try? No, I really haven't. I mean, they look decent. To be fair, I won't mind trying one of them. They do look like an actual pancake. It does look like a pancake. Which is saying something, it's isn't it? definitely like two pancakes yeah. molded together with whatever it is inside. So macros wise, um, 142 calories. Pretty good. Okay. Um, for 16 grams of protein. That's really good, actually, isn't it? That's not too bad. I was expecting like 12. Yeah, I was expecting a little bit lower. So 14 grams of uh, carbs, 16 proteins. I wonder how much it was, though, because you'd need two of those, really. You need two of them, yeah. So protein pancakes with chocolate filling. Lovely job. Hmm, I bet it's dry. Betting number one, it's dry, very dry, and I'm betting that number two, the chocolate isn't like sweet enough. What are we saying? Oh, he's not too unimpressed. No, it's actually quite good. No, he says it's good. There you yeah. go. It's actually quite good. I would quite, 
Like it is chocolatey. It tastes like a soft, like doughy kind of pancake with chocolate inside. Oh. It's obviously slightly drier than a pancake, but it's it's actually reasonably. What protein moist. Have you got in it? What protein source? Um, whey protein. No, oh. which is weird. Yeah, they got Volk Volac Vola Active Ultra Whey in AT Instant. I don't know what that is, but oh. yeah, it's actually okay. Um, it's weird that it's okay because I'm surprised that no one's tried to do it and copy do you know like usually when something's yeah. good like that people jump on it like obviously the protein cookies whatever that was the first one we ever tried right wasn't great so mm. um, it says free range egg in big bold things on it <laughs> good. that's always a good thing um, never seen that like put on there so hard so yeah nice nano sups i believe i'm not too sure what the branding is if i'm truly honest i've seen the packaging before i've seen it before i mean the packaging like the 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 font and stuff is the same font that bear bells use so that's yeah confused and it's a very bear bellsy kind of um make isn't it it looks a bit like swedish it does yeah so nano sups Mm. so they're, they're all right i'd recommend i'll finish that off I will finish it, which is not always of the, some of the protein bars we've recently tried. So, no, yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> they were literally like, Chloe's like, are you going to eat these? I was like, no. no. Literally had the bite and then uh, jog on. My teeth are tender. My teeth are important to me. Um, so, yeah. Nice, mate. All right. So, what if you do different flavors? I'm sure you sure I've seen a custard flavor. There's got to be a custard flavor. Surely. I'm just thinking now. I think I have seen. That's the one I think I've seen. I'm gonna look up now. Nano sups, protein pancake. There we go. <laughs> Q8. Is he looked for him when he's been away? <laughs> it came up on there. Oh really? Ah, oh, protein pick and mix do them. So they've got to be decent then. I might have to have a little there look. There we go. So they do chocolate caramel. They do caramel. They do cookies and cream. They do double chocolate, vanilla. Peach, oof, Ooh. <laughs> blueberry. Is it a blueberry one? Oh, mate, they've got like a selection box on pick and mix on protein pick and mix. Maybe oh, we should right. like, we'll and they've got loads of five stars. Too. Maybe we should like, maybe we should kind of get one of each and do a do it all on. Yeah, we'll do them all. <laughs> I right. mean, I don't know about to... the peach one though. <laughs> we've got to try peach. it. I mean, oh, do we? Yeah, yeah. You can't just. We're about a, a, a proper review, mate. Otherwise, all the shit bars we've had are for. Yeah, nothing. All right. Well, I'm going to get one of each, I reckon. Just I'll add it get to the, one of each. Add it, oh, add it to the bag. You can send send me a link, and then I'll do the same. Um, yeah. Lovely. All right. I briefly wanted to talk about that. I'm not contractually obliged to talk about this, but I went. Uh, I went to a thing on. I went to a thing on Friday, didn't I, Dan? But I did text you straight after I left because I thought it was funny. Um, no, I'm, I'm not around these people very often. Oh, your influencer thing. You <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting. So obviously, um, so a chap called, one of the Orton brothers, old uh, Steve Orton, um, the founder, creator, uh, with him and him, his brother, and maybe one other, of Body Power. I think people have list, heard of that, um, who listen to this show. It's not a thing anymore, right? Is it not a thing anymore? Um, I think it still is a thing. It still is a thing, but it might not be as big a thing or it might be a questionable thing, but I don't know. I'm not too sure. Um, 
but it's interesting to see what's happening. But basically, he invited myself, Luke. Um, we brought Darren from My Protein because we needed a company that was going to spend lots of money. Um, who could we could partner with? <laughs> we we're like, we we're like, My Protein would do great here. They'd be really good. Yeah, we re- you really should do something. We were like, yep. Um, obviously, Luke and um, Mr. Orton go way back, and uh, they're they're good buddies. Um, so Luke's like, yeah, I, I seem to speak at all your events and I have no idea what, what, what I'm doing, where I'm going. I literally just look at when I'm speaking and then leave. <laughs> Luke hates body power. He's just like, I'm out. See you later. <laughs> I've got kids to go yeah. and see. I want to go watch my son play football, not get an autograph off this juiced man. Um, yeah. So fair play. I can't blame him at all so and and yeah the other chap that invited us who I didn't know um is called guy called Justin I can't remember his second name but he is the creator of uh Taste which is the thing I went to the day before (laughs) Taste of London and there's like Taste of Paris it's like a big massive like food festival um so they have combined with about three other people and they are doing something. So you can check out the website. I believe it is live. This event is going ahead. It's something called Perform X. Um, and basically they pitched it. Um, they kind of pitched it. They kind of have a little look around what it's going to be. They kind of, um, I think we were, I don't know. There was 20 of us in the room at that time. And then I think they did another couple with some other people so you can go go have a look at the website see if you're interested i think it's like the middle of march next year at tobacco dock we can bring dan along dan will be there maybe um mike maybe not um <laughs> he prefers body power than he so i think it's like he a trade i think it'll be more of a like a an industry people's show but it's in a really cool venue at tobacco dock so i think we'll probably as it gets going We'll release more things on what it's going to happen, but I'm pretty sure me and Luke could be there in some capacity, speaking, paneling, saying hello, more than anything else. Um, getting free stuff, oh, or well, probably not, uh, only because it's not far away from where we live. Um, so that's probably good. <laughs> so that's easy, fun. yeah, easy, mate. Um, be lovely. So yeah, go check it out if you want to. But it was quite nice. But I thought what was more funny is. Um, there were obviously industry people like myself and Luke who let's say we aren't um, big. We haven't got big social media followings, but maybe the followings we do have kind of action upon what we say and kind of quite good to us and that kind of thing. And there's obviously there was a lot of people. So there's the lad who runs like a lot of the stuff for Sims bar. There's some other people who like from turf games all that kind of stuff, like industry kind of business owners and stuff. And there were some influencers there which I just, um, fair play. They, they were lovely people. It's, it just takes, I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, Dan. I feel like you spend more time. I, I, I don't know. I don't think you do. I just assume you, all the influencers would meet up and kind of do things together, but obviously they don't. Um, <laughs> I feel like you would have just been as kind of laughing through it as I was. So I was just like, I don't really understand what's happening. So it was just a, one of the phrases obviously got me was, uh, it's actually a phrase that Daniel used when he first started um, coaching and it was cutting through the bullshit of the industry. And no offense to Dan, because he definitely used it as a younger coach, I would say. And you probably don't use it anymore. I've not seen you use that phrase. No, because you realize like there's, 
yeah, there's bullshit, but it's probably not going to talk about it. And by saying that, are you the bullshit kind of thing? That's all that was going in through my head, like every single time this phrase was said. And I was like, you're cutting through the bullshit of the industry by adding to it? I don't know. I think people um, say it because it's become popular to say it. Yeah. I think that's the, that's the, it's like, um, there's loads, oh, there's loads of things, I suppose, but it, the problem, the problem with that sort of stuff is it, it, it will never, it'll never really work because to attract people, you have to then have influencers and all this sort of shit. Cause they've got big followings and all this sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Which is fair enough. It's, and they uh, seem to be doing the right thing. They seem to be doing. I, generally, I had a little look, and I was like, "I don't know who you are. I'm really sorry." Um, they'd heard of the, the PC thing, Collective, just, which was nice. The other thing just on yeah. that though, I think is bullshit means different things to different people. Because hmm. we're a bit more educated, we probably know what that is. To us, to other people, they think cutting through the bullshit is, for example, not selling detox teas. That's not really cutting through <laughs> the bullshit. If you then just say to someone, "Hey, make sure you take." Go keto though. It's like, well, no, that's bullshit <laughs> as well. Like, you know, it's layers to it, isn't there? And I think, yeah. I think I, I agree with you though. Like, you can't, can't say that if you're not actually cutting through the bullshit. Um, I don't know. Obviously, trying, but it just seems obviously they're done pretty well. And I think lockdown did them quite well. Um, they seemed lovely people. It would just be interesting to see as I feel like they, uh, it was like talking to someone who is like two years in the industry kind of thing. Still raw, and we're like old, old chaps in the industry now, really, if we're truly honest. We're getting there. Yeah, um, old moany fuckers who uh, end up teaching people and just been like, just do this yeah. for fuck's sake and go away. Um, yeah, but get it really simple. There's there. no reason to complicate it. Stop being <laughs> yeah, annoying. Stop it. Stop yeah. it. Fitness is really simple. Like, why are we trying to do you? You'd think that, but then you'd, you'd do my PT core course and you'd be like, fuck me. Um, because some some of the programming, I'm like, I've gone deep, deep, Daniel. But I do nerd out on that, so I was like, mm. but yeah, it was it was it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun, but it was interesting because uh, they were doing a podcast with James Smith the day after, and I was like, oh, I've done a podcast with him. <laughs> I was like, yeah, way back when, uh, before he was a uh, a multi multi millionaire or whatever it is. So. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, interesting chap, really interesting chap. Oh, bless him. Oh. I'm, I'm not sure we could afford his fee if he wanted to come back, if we wanted him back on. But. No, I, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of, I've been watching him and Diren recently. I follow them and, and I watch I like a lot Diren. of their content. Diren, Diren, I like him. I, I, look, I think they're both very, very good. I think there's no doubt about it. They're both very good um, at what they do. I just have. They've been pushing their like business talker recently. They've been like, "Oh, I'm doing a business talk about how yeah. to help PTs get a better business and all this sort of stuff." And like, don't get me wrong, like they've been successful. I think um, with their PT, like, I know James Smith was very successful with it, and got full and all these sorts of things. But I can't help but think people like that who've got amazing like personalities, for people to think that they, because all people do is just end up trying to copy them, and they just make videos like them, and it's like. Mm, that's that's not what they mean when they they sort of say i can help you your business stuff and I, and I think it's like i'm on his email list and he talks about email marketing a lot um i would go about it a slightly different way to what he does but he basically sends an email every single day to tell you to sign up to the academy like pretty much and 
not everyone's going to have that ability. Like if you've got a list of a hundred people, you're going to piss them off pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, you're going to lose subscribers because people just, you know, you're just being sold to all the time. So if I get it, I, I, again, if you know what you're doing with these sorts of things, but the whole point of email marketing is that you effectively create a deeper bond with people. You just, as you would do normal content, you give value, you provide stories and all these sorts of things and you help people. Whereas his are a bit more just like, he does the odd quote and the other thing that actually is useful, but it's always wormed in with a, Hey, sign up for the academy and then every so often you'll just get a, a, a standard email that just says hey come on sign up for the academy it's about time you did didn't you it's like that's it and it's like yeah I, I don't know i just think sometimes it's 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 interesting to see i mean why haven't you signed they're up? gonna say well yeah you know it's fucking baffling isn't it <laughs> who knows why but i just i just find it, it i i do find it interesting because i do see a lot of what they do and i kind of get i think i get the, the point behind certain things but I think some PTs just will go there and think that they'll just, they'll just try and copy them and how they do things. And it's like, that's what's working now for them, not what they did back then. It'd be interesting to see if on those talks, they talk about what they did back when, um, rather than what they do now and whether it would be, whether it would differ or not. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure that'd be great. I mean, they're speaking at IFS. That's what they keep pushing. Is he James Smith? Does he, is he involved with IFS? He's like, it's his thing. He's involved. I'm pretty sure he's like. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, he's he's been all over it as well. And we were talking about uh, talking to obviously uh, Mr. Orton about all this stuff. And uh, he was he, he. I think he dabbled with possibly getting James at this new thing. I think he still might, but but he's also uh, Orton was just like there's a big thing of being everywhere. Then you're kind of suddenly nowhere. Um, because you are everywhere, so you like kind of you lose the value of uh, drawing people in um, because you've literally spoke to everything in the last two years, um, which he might end up probably doing right. So he might speak at nearly every single event, um, which would be great for him. But it might be a case of a little bit too much, maybe. Um, not too sure. I'm sure, his bank balance won't stay so, but in the short term. Hopefully in a long time before we're out. So he because yeah, he was just saying we we'd rather sporadic it's 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 probably like why download and V Festival don't book the same headliners every two years. Uh you're like, oh they did well, but we probably want them to like come back in five, six years would be preferably. Um otherwise probably they're not gonna come. Um but it's an interesting one. I was like, oh, didn't really think about that. No. I was like, I'm not his audience. Anyway, I don't follow the chat. Oh, that's the thing, I, yeah. Like, um, it, it increasingly annoyed me. <laughs> I still get spammed on it on, on my, my search page and stuff like that. So, but yeah, there's there's yeah some personalities in the industry that just yeah they bug me. So I'm just like, guess what? There's an unfollow thing for a reason. So absolutely fine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And and you know, like that's that's how he's built his whole business, right? He doesn't care if people unfollow him and all this sort of stuff, no. and he's polarizing and and uh, like all that sort of stuff's good. Um. I'd rather if He's it was like yeah. just a Lima, uh, just doing loads of stuff. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. He's a giggle. Uh, <laughs> I still don't know what he does. Does he PT? Does he? I don't really understand. I don't think so. No. Don't think he, does. <laughs> he appears in adverts and stuff, doesn't he? He's, he's, he? An act, he's like a stunt actor, I think, for people. Okay. I don't know. Fair enough. I don't know. He's, he's just... funny. Um, that's all I know. All right, yeah. mate. I think we got, we got just a, just a couple of topics because uh, you sent me you sent me a video of the weighted foam roller that Dan wants to buy. 
Honestly, like, just when you think foam rolling is fucking useless. So, like, foam rolling I, is I, fine. I, I will stick up for foam rolling for two to three minutes oh, at the start of a session just to be prepared. That's it. Always it's not doing be prepared. anything magical. It's not, it's not doing anything scouts. magical. Um, <laughs> anyway, so basically, like, foam rolling, right, whatever. Instead of you rolling on the foam roller, better idea, add some weight to the foam roller and let the foam roller roll on top of you. Basically, this guy was had a 60 kilo foam roller, weighted foam roller, and was sitting down rolling it on his quads. And he was like, Oh, wow, this is amazing. This is this is getting deeper than anything I've ever felt before. So I um, and basically just was like, and I'm like, surely by using the foam roller correctly on the quads, you're probably, probably, if you weigh around 80 kilos, I'm guessing putting a maybe 60 kilos-ish through that muscle as it is. I was just like, oh my God. Certainly if you go single leg, you could get more probably. And I'm like, it's just a gimmick for gimmick's sake. I'm sorry. Like, I'm. it's just, I just, oh, I just like, tell you what you need to do, right? Get a barbell, put 220 kilos on the side of it, raise yourself up a little bit and roll it easier. <laughs> don't get it. I'm sorry. I just don't get, oh, I do get it. It's a fucking product to sell. People will fall for it. Simple. Also, like, so it's, it's uh, to do with like downward pressure, right? And pushing a force. Obviously, he's not pushing any force on it because we did like a thing at Third Space during the education session because we were reading research on foam rolling. And it was like it got to a point of eliciting over 30, 40 kilos of pressure. Then something happened or blah, blah. So we, we put like a person on a scale and then I got a foam roller like reset the scale to zero and press down until I reached 30 kilos and started rolling. Guess what? Full grown man, trainer, 30 year old started fucking screaming because that's a lot of pressure um, to, for me to be pushing down into your quad. Guess what? Don't like it <laughs> at all. Don't really like it. Don't probably can't do it. So it's an interesting theory. So it's, it's the case of downward pressure against kind of just like normal, just, sitting on top it's a weird thing oh yeah it's a different people are like what is that different yeah downward pressure over just kind of grabby just sitting there and it being stationary is the weird thing i'm not too sure why but definitely is different because it hurt uh but yeah i'm, I'm gonna buy you one Pam. when's your birthday mate i won't be able to lift it up it's pointless <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah um also i want to talk about because that was I did a little Q&A as I was going through because I was walking about so much. 25,000. I've been sitting down talking to you. Almost 24,000 steps today. Just because basically my gym got flooded again um, that I PT out of. So I'm using the Soho facility um, for a little bit, which is lovely. Um, But getting steps backwards and forwards. And then one of the questions was uh, about cardio. I feel like we've probably covered over this topic and it's probably something you vaguely talk about with your clients. I don't know. I'd be interested to see whether your opinions changed since you've uh, started training, I guess, more metabolically conditioning, mm. whether you still, in terms of dieting down. Because um, there's obviously, I think there's two schools of thought for using cardio as a tool and then doing cardio as a mechanism to get better at kind of performance and your lifting and stuff. Um, and I think that side of it doesn't get talked about that much. Whereas the kind of cardio as a tool to get your weight down is, and obviously you as a kind of prep 
weight loss coach. You've done prep before. We'll call you a prep coach. Fuck it. Um, yeah. What What's your opinion, Daniel? Um, I think if you're going to do cardio for the benefits of doing cardio, you should do it alongside eating as much food as possible like in order to get the benefit of doing so. So you can push yourself to the limit and uh, force physiological adaptations, et cetera, et cetera. Cause if you try and use cardio to lose weight, your performance will rapidly decrease because it's usually alongside a calorie deficit and it is literally in there just to expend calories. That's the sole purpose of doing it. There is no benefit of doing it. At, in my opinion, anyway, you're not going to get any physiological benefit. You're not going to be a fitter person because you did a bit of hit versus extra long like hour walk or whatever in a deficit because you're not going to be able to get yourself to the point at which your physiology will fail it'll be literally you'll just run out of fuel and you'll just feel like shit and you won't want to do it you won't have the you won't have the fucking motivation to want to do anything like that and i think when it comes to dieting or when it comes to losing body fat for me personally i like people to do the minimum that's needed both in terms of the gym in terms of cardio, um, because they are more fatiguing and taxing on the body, both physically, mentally, I'd rather get out and do steps. If I, again, like we, we, we touched on this, we might have different views on this. We went, when we were at the photo shoot, the clients were all talking about how much cardio they were on and all this sort of stuff. And my clients were on minimal amounts of cardio. Mike's were on quite a lot of cardio, but then his clients were eating more food than mine. And like, it's just that personal preference thing. And for me, I would much rather just eat less and not have to go and do an hour of cardio fucking every day of the week. Um, some people wouldn't, they don't care or whatever. And for me, it's more a case of like, I would rather someone just forego a bit of food and not have to put themselves through the mental torture of getting on a cardio machine, driving to a gym, going to a gym, getting back, whatever it is. I think that time is not sounds stupid, precious, but like that extra hour could be spent doing other things than just getting sweaty on a, treadmill if like at the moment like again with the training that i'm doing i think it would be much harder for me to do it and enjoy it if i was in a deficit than if i was eating enough food part of the reason that you enjoy it is because you can push yourself and you feel yourself getting fitter and all those sorts of things but for me that's only going to happen if you're in a good place with your calories etc etc doesn't mean you can't be in a deficit i just think it's just very slight and i think you have to you know recognize that and understand that because i've definitely got leaner as i've been doing it but not that's not been the goal the goal has been to be fitter and stronger and all those things alongside it that's my personal opinion um the goal if your goal is fat loss your goal is fat loss you, you don't your goal isn't to improve cardiovascular fitness or yeah strength or, or or muscle mass it's not they're not the goals you maintain those things great that's fine but that's not the goal the goal is the goal and people seem to forget about keep they don't people are very very bad at making the goal the goal they want three goals. I'm like, no, pick one. Pick one. We'll focus on the goal. If you get an extra bit of buy as a byproduct, great. Like for me, with the, I just wanted to train hard and train well. I got a bit of recomp out of it. That's a nice byproduct, but that's not the goal. That's not the goal. People are really, really shit at that. They want to do everything all at once. And I'm like, pick one. You want muscle gain? You got muscle gain. Don't try and get loose fat at the same time. It's not going to happen. <laughs> like, that's not to say it doesn't happen. It does sometimes, it does but happen. it's more because it's more because you've attacked the main goal and made that so fucking powerful. You've really made it the one thing you think about that the other stuff's happened as a byproduct. Like, I've had clients recomp before where they've, you know, got a bit leaner, but also gained muscle because we can see it in the measurements. You can see it in pictures. But if I'd have said that the goal was to try and do both, 
they wouldn't they wouldn't mentally have been able to kind of attack one or the other whereas because we just went with one and i put them in a slight deficit and i said right you're going to make sure that you do this and this they're the goals it's amazing how quickly those those things can change um yeah that's my view of it yeah, it's just an interesting one because i think i think people have got the i don't know the i'm assuming I would say, because obviously you've gone and said there that like it'd be hard to do um, maybe the intervally based training in a deficit. And I truly wouldn't really know. Like, I feel like you do. I don't know. It's an interesting one as well. But, and we know, well, running burns twice as many calories as walking in the same time frame. That's a pretty much, I think, isn't it a, a seven kph or four, seven mile an hour run? Uh, burns double direct directly double obviously dependent on person blah 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 um then a four four mile an hour or four kilometer per hour walk i believe that is pretty much exact according to uh i think it's a person called swain um if i remember the research correctly um there's a few researchers who do it obviously tabata is one of the biggest ones in terms of interval training against aerobic um swain and i think uh it's a Canadian person. I can't remember. Did a, did a big bit, but it was an interesting is, is my, most of Mike's people on kind of steady state kind of long yeah. bouts. Yeah. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. It'll be steady state. Cause yeah, this is, this stuff. is the intro. This, this, I, I think I, I totally agree with you because they're on deficit. Um, I think you, you pick a low impact kind of, I'm guessing steady state is usually walking or just like cycling, right? It's not mm-hmm. actually running. Um, yeah. cause that's going to be, yeah. They probably haven't got the mindset to do it, right? So I don't even deem, deem that as cardio, if I'm truly honest. Mm-hmm. That's that's just a, that's more activity. I'd, I'd yeah. Say. yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I don't I think, think I, I, I think that's yeah. a that's a, an awful trait by the bodybuilding and weight loss community to call it cardio, because yeah. the, the the essence of cardio would suggest that cardiovascular endurance would increase or get better from, yeah. and you'd probably get a better. So the, the, the overall goal, as we know as sports scientists, probably for cardio is to increase VO2 max, would it not? Would probably be like the goal, threshold. Right? Yeah, like threshold. Yeah. So it's an interesting basis because uh, obviously we've I've had to do a bit of uh, reading around this and uh, it's stuff that I've known, but I was just like, oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, this is why I probably do it. And I've always had it ingrained into me. According to the research, done like those, uh, like Swain, uh, Simon Melov, those kind of guys, um, what is it, Martin Gilbert. Um, it was it was a case of interval training is better for aerobic training than aerobic training. Just let that flip in your head. Um, yeah, interval training was found to be better for people in terms of time constraints and produce the same results um, than normal steady state cardio and just going for a run um, for like half the time, basically, you can do, let's say like a 750 meter run, five bouts of 150 meters with like a work to rest ratio of like, um, is it, uh, it's normally depending on person, like working one to resting two to three, depending on how long your bout is. So an extended period like of over 60 seconds, you're meant to be like one to three or one to two. Um, but it was found to be, it would increase the VO2, like max and uh, lactate threshold by exactly the same as longer bouts of cardio training. And then it also increased more in terms of oxygen, like depression. It was something to do with oxygen respiration, I believe. Um, oxygen utilization, yeah. 
Um, so it was an interesting thing. And I was, I was just like, that's why I've always, I've always favoured and obviously why we do that kind of crap, especially even with, did you do a lot of it in football? Like just like go for a run or not? No. No, we never did it. Um, yeah, it would be repeated sprint intervals, that kind of scrap, like um, little jog, sprint, little jog, sprint, little jog, sprint, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. And there's a reason why that, if you want to get fitter, probably don't just go for a run. Um, the only time I think it's applicable is, is more like Ironman type distances and like... Oh, like yes. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah, there's not... A, this level. is something that we've always said, right? The, the whole people who do like EMG studies and that it was an EMS. I've got butchered with a thing so electro something stimulation where they're like oh yeah it's the same as running a marathon well it's not because you don't have the biomechanical tendon soft tissue benefits of running yeah. a marathon you're not inducing load across joints and that, that's a completely different like story because uh, in terms of steady state cardio and actual running obviously there's muscular and kind of other adaptations that happen because um, this is the other flip side of the story. If you want more kind of recruitment and probably more exposure of your uh, slow twitch muscle fiber, you then have to do your long long distance stuff, not the short distance intervals. Because obviously, reason probably is a reason why Dan hates either enjoys prefers doing the the basic hit kind of stuff um, compared to steady state um, and similar cardio is that he gets to use all his powerful muscle. And all that kind of muscle spindle. And you, you have like intermediary like muscle spindle and muscle fiber, which is going to go more towards characteristics of fast twitch and be used better. So that's a good way of doing it. Um, but I thought it was an interesting fact. I think PT should take that in. It was more of an annoyance of, um, I think maybe one of the influencers talking about how much cardio they're doing whilst they're cutting. And so I was just like, you don't have to do that. Uh, I don't understand why. <laughs> stop, stop calling it cardio. It's just mm. steps. Um, just a little bit more walking. You don't have to do it in the gym, believe it or not. It's a lovely sunny day. Crack on. Um, yeah, and I was like, the the whole. Do you usually the point is VO two max or lactate threshold? So, and there are better ways to do it. Yeah, and then Peter, then it then it got me into a whole rabbit hole. Of people do interval training wrong. Um, so yeah, and the work to rest ratios are, are baffling. People are convinced that resting should be less than work. Oh, I know. But again, it it's, comes it's, like that's the whole thing, isn't it? People, people, <laughs> people want to, they, they just want to feel out of breath. People just want to feel out of breath. Yeah, and I'm like, no, smart. no, no. Rest should always be longer than work. Yeah. For you they to train the capacity you're meant to and you to progress, rest should always, always be longer than work in high-intensity interval training. Always. It's like, it's like if you're doing strength one. training. If you're doing like five reps, you don't go... Right, that took 20 seconds, so I'll take 20 second rest and go again. No, it's <laughs> yeah, it's Same thing, high intensity. It's like, no, take longer. Like, oh, they're going to be started <laughs> you, on it. Yeah. I'm like, it's not, you're not doing hit. <laughs> you're doing steady state. Stupid, uh, stop it. it. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that annoyed me. But I hopefully that will enlighten some people on the, on the fact of cardio training and what a waste of time they may have just uh, had for most of their lives. Um, <laughs> but saying that, Dan, I did. I wrote on the back end of the show, <clears throat> I wanted to check in on your training, check in on our training. Because one lovely uh, influencer was like, influencer? Just a follower. Um, he's an, Everybody's an influencer in our own right, Dan. was like, oh, thanks, Nige. What's your goal at the moment? Wow. Um, well, I've had a really bad back, so I've not really trained. Um, 
Have we both got injured at the same squat. time? Because I've, I've had yeah, a bad neck. I hit my yeah. back. So I hit my back, back squatting, and it's only just got better now. Like it's what five weeks, four or five weeks or so. Um, again, nothing bad. I was just doing like uh, it's because I was. I don't know if I'd said this before on here. Probably have, but I was just. I drove basically a whole weekend, up, a five-hour journey there and back in two or three days, and then didn't really stretch properly. Went and back squatted. And it was like in my warm-up set that he hurt. And I was like, brilliant. That's my own fault. Um, but then also from hay fever, I've also pulled or strained an intercostal from sneezing too much. So that really hurts. <laughs> like raising, I can't do like pull-ups and lap pull-downs because it really hurts. Um, wow. So not good. I'm just getting fucking old. I've decided I'm just getting real fucking old. It's <laughs> annoying me that I can't, I can't do it. But also as well, like, it's funny, you know, I'll be being completely honest. Even... Even with a coach, I can feel my accountability slipping, my motivation slipping, even with a coach. Um, work's creeping back in again. It's like, oh, I just won't go on Monday because of this, and I won't go because of that. And, like, recently, these stupid things, right? Just I'm just showing just to let you all know that I get it. Like, we're all human, right? So before, where my, our, our old house was is right near my gym, and I used to have a car parking permit there for the year for when I lived there, and it ran out last week because I had a free permit. I could just park on the street. And parking in Bath is a fucking nightmare. So now I've got to pay £4.50 for two hours parking in Bath if I can find a spot. And it sounds stupid, but it's another barrier to be like, can't bother, just can't bother to go. And look, I get it. It happens and, and all that sort of stuff. I think because I've been injured as well, I haven't been able to do the full sessions. So my sessions have been scaled back a bit, which is not really motivating, doing leg extensions and hamstring curls instead of doing squats and all that sort of stuff. And I can't give everything I want in the sessions because I'm still a little bit banged up and injured and so that takes away the enjoyment factor. Then you throw in, you know, the, those are the barriers. And, and I can feel that it's not the, account of the accountability slip. I know that, that it's there and I need to do it, but it's almost like I feel like I'm back to square one and I feel like I'm starting it all over again now. And it feels like I'm just fucking brilliant. That was like eight weeks of training for nothing. Uh, and I know that's not the case. I know it's deep down. I know it, but it feels that way. And I'm lucky that my diet doesn't slip. I'm lucky that I just, I eat to my activity levels. So when I start doing my activity, I get hungrier and I eat, but at the moment I'm eating two meals a day and I'm cool because it's so fucking hot mainly. I just drink. But, um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's just been interesting how I felt that. And I felt that those little excuses come in and I feel that I have to really force myself to be like, that's stupid, stupid fucking thing to say just because it's parking and what if there's not a space and it's just stupid. But then, of course, we've got the summer holidays coming up and I'm seeing family and seeing people and with Isabel. And it's like, oh. again, it's just little things that crop up and life gets in the way. And like, I'm, I know it's, it's a bit of making excuses. I get that. And I have to pull my finger up my ass and be like, no, look, like, you've still got to make sure you do it. But it's funny how those things creep in once you start getting a little bit of injury or a little niggle here or, you know, it's uh, the, the sessions aren't as full on as they were. So it's, like, oh, you know, yeah. it's just we're all human. Like we all need that that kick up the arse every so often but also i also don't beat myself up too much when i'm injured because i'm like i'm fucking injured like it's nothing to do about it like, and i've yeah. been there before i tried to train through it and train around it and it just makes it worse and makes it longer and it's, it's just it just makes it more painful because exactly like i think i've had this exactly the same thing obviously i went and saw dougie a few times trying to get my neck kind of sorted out because i went to one osteo and he kind of he found out what I did and because I, I was like, I've already self-assessed in this, 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 this. I think this is the issue, blah, blah, blah. Can you do this? And he was like, oh, um, okay. I was like, yeah, I probably said too much, but it's all fine. And then he kind of just, he didn't really give me a diagnostic. And I was like, oh, literally the one thing I came to you for. So I know mm. where to go. I was like, that's my one, my ability. I cannot diagnose. 
I was like, and I'm not even going to try to because I can only say it may be this. I'd have a, I, mm-hmm. I just can't say it was certain. Um, so I went and saw a dog, got a diagnostic on my neck. And I was just like, it's still kind of hurting now. This is like six weeks to eight weeks in. Not yeah. good. Um, yeah, particularly crazy next person. Um, but yeah, I kind of took a back seat on my training whilst it was just recovered. And, and Doug was like, yeah, you just, you're not allowed to do any forward head posture. It was like lots of fucking tuck in. And I was like, this is shit. And then hence mm. why I did a lot of uh, like spinal segmentation training. And that's just basic. That's as fancy words as saying I didn't move my cervical spine whilst I was moving my thoracic spine, basically, and segmenting those two spines. Something that not a lot of people obviously do. And that's something I didn't do that obviously that much. And now I'm doing it a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't want to be. And also, I was, he was like, you know, there's people you make fun of who do neck training. I was like, yeah. He was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck off!" I'm doing it in my own home. Maybe stop taking um, a piss out of them so much. <laughs> yeah, maybe you need to do it. He was like, "Oh, great." Um, but I do the same. I can adapt myself. Like the neck is the one thing I feel like, especially the lower back. It's just like it feels like it incapacitates you a little bit, and it's just like I, I know my legs and my arms are fine, but you don't want that like lying down kind of. Oh, this is awful. But I could, I can sit there and do leg presses and leg extensions all day, but. I just don't, I just hate it. I just, <laughs> just really want a session like that once in a while when I'm in the right environment, like a bodybuilding gym or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, this is cool. It's fine. I just, yeah, I just don't, I don't, I just don't get a buzz off it at all. So I was like, but since I've been able to train a little bit more, um, because believe I'm nearing the end of uh, all my filming. I've got one more day, Dan. One more day of filming. Oh, then I'm done. I'm running away now, and then I have to do my design stuff. Um, but I was Luke. If you look, if you're listening, I will be running away because uh, yeah, longest fucking thing in my life I've ever done. Um, that I put it. I put more work into this than my degrees. Fucking hell. Um, yeah, but do you know what as well? Like, obviously, <laughs> on that though, it's also because you can see the direct like reward at the end potentially. Yeah. Like, I think there's that element to it where like again, like, I think part of it with the gym stuff is related to. Again, and I, I think we can go into this a little bit. Is again like work and life and all these sorts of things and your priorities and where it sits and all this sort of stuff. And I think we're quite fortunate in the sense that we're probably quite happy with our physiques to a certain extent. Like I, I, I'm quite comfortable in a t-shirt. You know, I wouldn't be comfortable like whipping my top off in front of loads of people and being like, "Hey, I feel great." Like, but, but I feel comfortable enough to. I don't think we were ever like that even when we were lean. Yeah, and even if I was lean, I don't... Exactly. And even if yeah. I was lean, I don't think I'd be, that, <laughs> I'd be that comfortable. But I think there's that element to it where it's like, I feel quite confident. Again, if, I, if I'm in a t-shirt, it kind of looks like I lift. You kind of look like I'm fitness, <laughs> right? And all this sort of stuff, right? My chest sticks out in my belly and all these things, right? So I'm quite content. And I think that's the thing is... And again, with all these other like people you see, the influencers and stuff with amazing physiques, they just don't have any real work on. Let's be honest, they don't. They just make their money elsewhere through, you know, easy adverts, modeling, whatever it is. I'd say that's not hard work for anyone else to get me, but you know what I mean? Whereas <laughs> I think when you're trying to juggle stuff like we are, and you like you said, you've got eight clients today, plus you've got videos to film and PT stuff. It unfortunately just falls to the back of the list because those things take priority. If I had a nine to five and I was working for someone else, you can bet your bottom dollar I'd be in the gym more often than I am. 100%. 100% because I'd you find a way to make that work whereas at the moment for us when you're self-employed it's very easy to just be like well this works there and he's done by this weekend 
I can't justify really going to the gym for two or three hours out of that day when there's this stuff that needs to be done. And I think that's the, the key thing there. And I think that, again, when you're younger, I see a lot of PTs, again, like my coach, Justin, he's younger, loves his training, lives for his training. But there'll come a point in five years, eight years when it isn't all he lives for because there'll be other priorities. There'll be other things going on. And I just think we have to remember that. I think that's where again, a lot of my clients fall into a similar, similar bracket in that it's about understanding how much you're prepared to give and how much time you've got and all those things. So I think for us, like I said, realistically for me, three times a week is, is hard to, to fit that in. But before, when we were at Thursday, we trained five, six times a week, no problem. No yeah. problem. We just scheduled it in that diary and it was like, no, I'd rather train than see a client. Whereas now <laughs> it's like, actually we've got shit to do that's pretty important. And it's, you know, for the, for the futures of our, of our businesses, it's important. And I think that's the, the difference is it's about understanding with fitness, again like individuals and and their, their process their journey and stuff and again it'd be different if we were both sat here 20 stone not happy with our physiques and also not healthy and all these sorts of things like we're quite fortunate we've put the hard work in i'm not sure we'd younger. be doing a, a health and fitness podcast but yeah yeah but you know what i mean <laughs> like we we we've kind of almost put that effort in where at a time when a lot of people would have just eaten and drunk and then got to maybe yeah. 30 35 and felt like oh shit hang on i need to get in get in shape because i otherwise i'm not gonna be healthy when i'm older I've, and yeah said that plenty i'm like they're like oh like so lucky like i'm like hazing the barn i've lifted properly for 10 years like yeah yeah it doesn't matter and also as like, well <laughs> in terms of motivation for us as well like we're never gonna hit our old pbs like we know we've been stronger no, we do you know what it, i mean you know when you sit there and go hard, i yeah. know i know i've squatted 150 kilos i ain't ever getting back there again i got no desire to to be I honest because i was like it fucking hurt um yeah. 200 kilos down grow up um, <laughs> but you know it's that whole thing of like i, I when because I, again i spoke to justin about training and he was like oh would you ever want any cleans and stuff in that i was like yeah i used to do it and all this sort of stuff you know i got to did 120 kilos when i was 80 kilos like it's, pretty, it's not a bad number like and the same with snacks like body weight i just have no desire to get anywhere near those numbers again because i would literally i, just, I somebody would did now. that to me i would literally be like hang cleans Yes. Hang snatches. Yes. I'm not yeah. doing full stuff. I'm not, I'm, yeah. Hang, hang stuff. I'm fine with I, I get that. I get it for power development. I get it. It's safe. I'll just be like full clean and all that ball. Ah, nah, I'm all right. Even snatches. I'm like, mm, do I really need to go overhead and risk hurting my neck? Do I? <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, landmine's pretty good. <laughs> so let's do that instead. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, there we go. We're basically checking our in our training as we like to do every kind of uh, couple of months is uh, we're both old farts who've hurt our backs and uh, we're, always, we're always getting back into it, aren't we? Uh, but in all seriousness, yeah. we've we I'm assuming since the start of the year, both because we have been doing more kind of energy system development both our kind of lactate and kind of aerobic capacity and work capacities are a lot better than they were. I noticed it today. So that little, that little session that I did before I came today, which I literally just put a timer down. This is not something I, I do this from time to time, but I took, put a 30 minute timer down and I literally did uh, a kilometer on the assault bike, uh, some bicep curls, some like French press, I think it's called like the, the one where you squeeze there. Is that what you call it? I don't know if it's called French press, but not yet. All right, French press. I only like, I've heard somebody called that, but I also like French press is also a thing that you make coffee out of. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, uh, and uh, some kettlebell swings. I just went for half an hour. I was like, yeah, that was all right. 
sweaty. Yeah, it's like today I did. I did like <laughs> I did one kilometer intervals on the bike, and it's a bit sweaty and it's a bit hard. But I again, I weirdly enjoy it. A little weirdly bit, enjoy like, it. It's... Yeah, I was like I, at the start, I was like, I'll only do twenty minutes. And I was like, yeah. ah, fuck it, I've gone past twenty minutes now. Let's go. Mm. Yeah, priorities just change a bit, and I think you know goals change, priorities change, and stuff. But I don't have any crazy. I'm not going to fucking go turn on and do the turf games or anything. Do you know what I mean? It's not happening. It's just not bothered. I don't. I think it's that also competitive nature I just lost. I don't give a fuck. I think you know, I, someone's I like, oh, I can lift this. Slightly. I'm like, I don't care. Go I lift it. Then. I have it slightly, but only for like little things. Like it was really important for me on that. Like uh, not important to me on that stag do. Of all those people, I was just like, I have to beat everybody at this assault course. I was like, don't care what you do, army guys or not. Yeah, that's a bit people. different. That's, yeah, that's not like, <laughs> I don't mean like, I mean like in the gym like stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, the gym stuff, I can give a shit. Um, oh, if I was playing golf yeah. or something and I was like, started playing golf again, I'd be like, okay, now I'm being, I'm like, fucking, I want to beat Tom, whatever. I'd be like <laughs> that, obviously. I mean, more like in the gym and stuff. You know, people are like, oh, so and so lifts this, or I want to be like, my mate lifts this. Like, oh, I'd be like, cool. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> i'm getting a beer all right um any other business not for me no no nothing for me um obviously ptc we've got a free course uh running right now so if you want want to find out a little bit about what we do because i think one of the flaws of what we've we decided uh it's been one of the flaws of we haven't let really people know what the pt core is probably on this podcast people know what it is but apart from that nobody really knows and but we are also i think we've literally just been granted it so which is quite interesting daniel um and i think a win for the fitness industry um so Simspar, based off, I've not even, uh, I've written obviously all the learning objectives and everything for what they'll be learning throughout the PT core. So Simspar are the guys that accredit um, the personal trainers. They have agreed that if you just do the PT core, you can be in, an insured personal trainer. Ah, which is pretty cool. That. So all those online coaches, guess what? You don't have to go and do your level two, level three. You can get insurance and uh, you can do the PT core instead and learn fucking better content. So yeah, which is why we might, we, we're thinking about what direction the companies are going, considering we've managed to achieve that. So yeah, which is quite nice. That's good. It is good. Um, yeah, please. I'm, I'm, I'm not writing absolute horseshit basically. So that's good. Um, so yeah. Because <laughs> I would have guessed you were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody, everybody's having a positive uh, time so far. Uh, lots of sign-ups, which is glad. All wonderful. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. We will catch you next week. See you later.